Good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner on August, Monday the 21st. Uh, I think a lot of you are still on holiday. Um, probably you all had a nice weekend. Maybe you got down to the beach. I don't know. Paul, what did you do this weekend? Oh, it was a pretty non-eventful weekend for me, actually. it's I'm getting prepared for my holiday starting next weekend. Mm, yeah, where are you going? Off to Santorini in Greece. Mm, very nice. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Let's hit the news today. Uh, the, the slightly nasty one this morning was Faro Alloys, uh, where I sort of not a surprise. I'd have thought vanadium prices they're saying have been pretty weak, but of course with China in such terrible trouble, uh, demand for steel is down, therefore demand for vanadium is down, and the vanadium flow battery industry has not ramped up production high enough quite yet to offset that demand. So they seem weak uh, vanadium prices. Uh, and also they've had a few supplier issues um, for their facility, haven't they, Paul? Yes, that's right. Uh, they had some uh, suppliers that uh, were failing to get their uh, supply commitments to them so that they had to uh, source additional suppliers, of course, which takes extra time uh, as well to work out new contracts and new uh, supply terms and that sort of thing. They, a little bit of positive news they put in the outlook, though, that they still thought that their results overall for 2023 would be better than 2022, notwithstanding these issues they have. So uh, we have to look, uh, I guess, uh, for how much better they'll, they'll be for the rest of the year on you know, just what happens in the vanadium market. I think. Yeah, they've got some Mick Davis behind them, so uh, I'm sure that longer term it'll be fine. He's a long-term investor. I think the days where people getting excited about him exercising options at 70p or over have probably died down, stopped trading at 9p this morning. Um, okay, the other one that caught my eye, actually, it's a great company, just very difficult to get hold of, is Jubilee Metals, but things seem to be going pretty well there. Leon Kurtzer working his magic. Yes, that's right. There was an update on uh, their uh, operations uh South Africa and Zambia. Uh, on the chrome side, 24,000 tons of newly produced uh, fine chrome uh, already traded and on track to uh, deliver and otherwise trade an additional 17,000 tons of met grade chrome. On the copper side, uh, the expansion is progressing ahead of schedule in uh, Zambia and the lead items have all been secured for the Rome project upgrade and they have uh, also secured uh, additional six years worth of supply feed for a run of mine at Rome uh, as well so uh, very much uh, looking uh, like it's uh, moving along according to pace yep uh, it is fundamentally a good company but of course mining companies and commodity companies in general are under a lot of pressure at the moment um, okay, uh, worth maybe just mentioning, Paul, Sabanier on Friday had a bit of an earnings announcement. Having a tough time at the moment, um, but that's why they're trying to do international expansion. But what was that, Paul? Yes, that's right. On Friday, they came out with results here, which were uh, 334,000 ounces of PGMs uh, produced in 2023. Up about 233, or excuse me, that was gold production, up 233% to compared to the first half of 2022. Uh, PGM production, however, was 11% lower than a year on year basis, and that was due to it, um, production incidents at Stillwater West and ongoing uh, 
apparently uh, labor issues around uh, skill shortages, which are hampering their uh, throughput rates there. Earnings per share expected between 14 and 15 U.S. cents a share, which is still going to be down almost 50% uh, uh, in the neighborhood, uh, or possibly down as much as 50%, uh, but probably in the range of 35 to 42% uh, on period-on-period basis. So definitely having their struggles at Sabania, they'd like to get uh, otherwise fixed. All right. Uh, you're getting a little bit faint towards the end there, Paul. But uh, also, um, announcement out of Pensana today uh, on the, the Long Onjo operations update. Uh, actually, everything seems to be going uh, sort of uh, back to plan a little bit. It's obviously been a tough one. This had a few hiccups, um, but I think slowly sorting itself out. Would you agree with that, Paul? I would hope so. Uh, I hadn't seen the announcement myself, but I know the issues around rare earths and around Angola are always something that's going to remain questionable in the, the minds of investors until they actually see the proof of the pudding, and that is the concentrates being produced. There you go, Paul. We need a bit of sticky toffee pudding uh, to keep <laughs> Paul happy. Uh, anything else, Paul, you want to comment upon? Yes, I think uh, Otto mentioned the uh, announcement from Tribe Technologies. It's a private firm, but it, it, in uh, drilling automation and robotics, uh, and it does plan to come to AIM uh, with a four and a half million sterling raise. Uh, Anglo American is backing Tribe Tech with a, a deal to deploy their autonomous drilling rigs uh, onto Anglo American sites. And there will also be a book build for a retail offering of up to 4 million shares at an offer price of 10p as well, which would be the same price as the uh, AIM raise. So uh, keep an eye on that one. This is mining technology or as opposed to mining. So uh, one which is more rare on the London markets altogether. Yep, technology is definitely coming into mining quite big time, actually, which is obviously making it more efficient, allows you to go and uh, hunt down lower grade situations, etc. So all the useful stuff. All right, very good, Paul. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Very good. We'll see you then.